This is why we have the best fans in the world. The best fans in the world. The best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, bonus episode 238.5. For Halloween this year, we decided to combine all of the Halloween poems that Caitlin has read on the show over the years into one episode. So that's what this is. We hope you enjoy it. At the end of the episode, I've also included a little snippet of a mystery story. We hope you're having a good Halloween. We love you, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Halloween again. Welcome on back to our Halloween tale. This time our story begins in a stormy night gale. Banging on the roof, the rain poured down and drenched everyone out in little Hedgewitch town. In one lone house with a crooked pink door stand five young witches, you've met them before. Niall is laughing, a smile on his face. He warms up the night and lights up the place. He's donning blue jeans and a stripy white tee. He's thrown on purple robes, sparkly and carefree. Next is Liam, strong brow and sharp jaw. He looks like he eats his breakfast eggs raw. Liam looks smart, formal robes, iron straight. He's the most grown up of all his witch mates. Then comes Zane, moody but chill. He looks as though he isn't here of his own free will. Despite his attitude, his skin is clear, his pants faux leather, and his shirt moonlight sheer. Louis cannot be missed, blue eyes and nice ass. He's the clear leader, loud, bold, and crass. The most laid-back of the witchy mix, he's dressed down in black trackies and kicks. And finally, Harry, a cheery, wondrous boy, Giggles along, bubbling with joy. In heeled boots, velvet robes, and a Cheshire cat smile, he's dressed to the nines, forever in style. But what are they doing in the little pink house? I'll tell you in a minute, and you will find out. Ever since last Halloween, when they rose up the moon, they have promised to get together. We'll see each other soon. But you know how it goes, life gets in the way. Liam's got potions class and Harry started ballet. While they love each other with all their hearts, they haven't seen one another or had time to create art. You see, while they are all magical witches tasked with lifting the moon, they are also all singers in a band called One Direction. When they were young, they would sing every day and perform for their fans on a magical stage. But as they got older, they wanted to try something new, so they went on hiatus to experiment and see what they could do. Harry's a green witch. He can grow plants with his hands. Now he sings to the earth and creates life on the land. Niall's a feeler. He can sense your emotion. He helps other witches with love therapy and potions. Niall's a healer. He mends cuts, hearts, and souls. He's well-studied in spells and has read every magical scroll. Liam's a water witch. He moves the ocean with his mind. 
He's been refreezing the glaciers so the polar bears aren't confined. Louis a spellwriter. He croons magic in his mouth. Helping people reach their goals, he's known from north to south. Each witch is doing well, thriving in new careers. They found, but they missed each other and their music and decided to come around. Which brings us back to the story at hand in the crooked pink house where the five witches stand. The room is cozy and tight for five witches, filled to the brim with musical riches. A piano, a bass, a guitar, and a flute, microphones, violins, and an odd bowl of fruit. All right, says Louis, what shall we do? He hops on the piano and starts playing a tune. Harry chirps up as he sets down his tea. Let's write something happy, loud, dancey, and free. I concur, Liam says. Me too, chimes in Zane. I want a new song that will make fans go insane. Okay, what do we need to make the song a big hit? Niall furrows his brow, biting his lip. Harry sidles up to the piano and twirls in the air. He opens his mouth and starts singing with care. First a dash of bass and a hint of classic rock, then some Joni Mitchell blue and some Halloween shock. Niall goes next, guitar in hand. He rips into his instrument, happy to be back with his band. He plays something twangy, inspired by Bruce. It sounds a bit like his own song, On the Loose. Then Liam croons softly, a soulful good line. He sounds like Sinatra, his voice an aged rich red wine. Zane comes in next with a piercing high note, singing a line on the spot he just thought up and wrote. Louis gets serious and adds in some heart. He likes authenticity pumping through his art. Zane sings the harmony as Louis hits the keys. Harry's shaking his bum, always the tease. Niall hollers loud as he sings out chorus, and Liam flips through a big, thick thesaurus, and bit by bit the song comes together, each boy making edits, helping each other make it better. With some love and some spirit, some laughter and fun, the witches pour their hearts out to get the song done. As eyelids start drooping and the sun begins to rise, Louis sets down the pencils, tears in his eyes. It's done, he exclaims, looking round at the lads. We've done it again, and it's really not bad. Each witch thinks in his head of the fans they'll surprise. Surely they'll laugh, souls flying high. Soon it'll be time to release their new song and share it with the world so proud and so strong. But right now, after all of that effort, they can sit and drink tea, chatting together. While each boy's gone solo, what we know in the end is they met in a band and started off as all friends. Liam saves glaciers, Harry grows trees, Zane heals, Louis writes, and Niall runs therapy. But when they come together, their force is so grand, you can't help but stop and admire their band. At the end of the day, no matter where they go, they will support one another and help each other grow. Because music is timeless and friendship is always, no matter how the waves crash, there will always be sun rays. So on this cold night, in the pink little house, five witches make magic right from their mouths. The magic is sewn straight into the song, and it will keep growing, willful and strong. The musical notes will blossom and bloom into fans' hearts and bounce off the moon. Because as long as they're singing melody, magic, and song, the five witch friends 
and their music will always live on. Halloween Moon Down in the pumpkin patch, on the night of Halloween, meet five young witches, Harry, Louie, Liam, Niall, and Zane. Niall's wearing robes, blue and bubblegum pink, and it does look amazing, despite what Louie thinks. Zane's in a band tee and black skinny jeans. He doesn't need robes to prove he's a magical being. Liam's all in black. He wants to blend in. This is a serious mission, you guys, he says with chagrin. Harry's in velvet, a cape green as the sea. Lightning bolts and stars twinkle on the sleeves. And finally, Louis, in a robe deep blue, soft satin waves, it glides over the dew. Okay, gather round, Louis speaks aloud. He's clearly the leader of this odd witchy crowd. Has everyone brought the ingredients I assigned? Each witch turns to Louie, nodding one at a time. Let us commence this Halloween brew. Now up to the cauldron, each one of you. First up is Zane, floating smooth like a model. He pulls out a flask and says, Autumn dew in a bottle. Into the cauldron, the dew slowly drips. The contents inside bubbles and skips. Niles up next with three leaves, none of which touch the ground as they fell from the trees. When the leaves touch the liquid bubbling inside, it turns a deep shade of red with a hissing cry. Liam and Harry then step up together. Their ingredients are paired and have to do with the weather. Liam slowly unscrews a jar made of glass, and Harry holds three dandelions tight in his clasp. When the jar opens up, a fall breeze escapes. It whirls through the flowers and the seeds all awake. The breeze and the seeds are added to the brew, and the liquid turns into a silvery goo. Last up is Louis, and all that he holds is a small glass vial glittering gold. He opens the stopper, and a bright light shoots out. Moonbeam and starlight, he shouts. All the witches gather round, holding hands. The magic is working just as they planned. Up from the cauldron rises a shining white sphere. It floats higher and higher into the sky so clear. The witches look up, filled with delight, as the Halloween moon rises up in the night. We did it, they cheered. We lit up the sky. The full moon is now glowing, so round and so high. The witches gather their goods, harmonizing a tune, and they walk home together under the moon. Hallow One Direction. Dark as night, the loud wind howls. It's Halloween in monsters prowl. Once a year, out they come, 
for candy spooks and trick-or-treat fun. Amongst the ghouls and goblins hide, Harry, Louie, Liam, Niall, and Zane makes five. But ordinary humans, these boys are not. They have a story. Here's the plot. Out in the ocean, miles from shore, these creatures sing sailors to death on seafloor. Stunningly beautiful, serving Poseidon. Yes, that's right, Zane is a siren. But Zane sings too much, more than he should, and he is kicked out of his brine neighborhood. He loves to sing. What will he do? Just hold your horses, you'll find out in a few. Deep in the woods, where the trees gather thick, a pack hunts together, scenting strong, running quick. The dark clouds are parted, and out shines the moon. Most werewolves howl together, but Liam sings a tune. That's not a howl, the other wolves tease. They all laugh and point. Liam runs for the trees. I'm not a real wolf, he cries. My howl is always in tune. Will Liam stay sad? Don't worry, you'll find out soon. Up on a hill, an old mansion stands tall. Get close enough and you'll hear loud haunting calls. Ghosts inside scare guests all day and night long. Niall tries a ghostly moan, but out pops a song. You can't haunt here, the ghosts say. We have a reputation, don't you know? You're not scary enough. Float away now. You must go. So Niall leave the, leaves the mansion, sad as can be. What will happen to him? You'll have to wait and see. Next, we go to the caves, dark, damp, and bat-filled. Here's where the coven of vampires chill. Most all suck blood, but when given a choice... Vampire Louis prefers water, cause it helps his voice. Louis's a singer, and blood's rough on vocal cords. Water is vital if he wants a top ten on Billboard. So Louis leaves his coven because he doesn't fit in. Where does he go, you ask? Just give me a minute. Now we go down to the village for our last magical guest. He lives in a small town and is always well-dressed. Alas, it is Harry, the brightest witch of his age. He likes spells and potions, but he adores the stage. In school, he is taught a steady job is the most important thing. Be a potioneer, they tell him, but he wants to sing. So he packs up his bags and walks out of town. What happens to him? Guess what? You get to know now. Siren, werewolf, ghost, vampire, and witch, all seeking futures that scratch their musical itch. They each come from places where they didn't fit in, and thus all are ready for something new to begin. Traveling alone, they each see a light in a pub. Their stomachs all growl in need of some grub. Happy to be inside, away from the cold weather, they go up to the bar and find themselves all standing together. They look right and look left. Eh, these lads look all right. Niall asks, do you want to eat together tonight? They're all feeling a bit lonely and in need of a friend, so they eat and they talk, their hearts on the mend. Within minutes they realize they all love to sing. Oh my gosh, Harry thinks, this could be the real thing. Louis laughs loudly with his fanged vampire smirk. He exclaims, I think the five of us could work. Liam is happy, he is finally accepted, and Zane has never felt closer and connected. Niall doesn't need to worry about haunting whatsoever, and Louis can finally drink water. No more necks will be severed. 
Harry is getting to live out his dreams of being a singer in some fine skinny black jeans. After struggles and sadness, these boys help each other. Through music and song, they become close as brothers. Together they can do it. Of themselves they are proud. Finally they're happy, harmonizing and singing so loud. What happens next to them, you question? They go down in history as the band One Direction. Halloween Christmas. Now the story this year starts on December 24th. I know what you're thinking. Shouldn't it be Halloween? Well, of course. But this is a tale like none other before, because on Halloween this year, Harry was feeling quite poor. He had the fairy dust sniffles and the goblin skin sweats. He was sneezing and coughing and his brow was quite wet. Even his magic was up to no good. Try as he might, it wouldn't work like it should. Did I forget to mention that Harry's a witch? He's got magic from his toes to his purple painted fingernail tips. But due to his illness, his magic was wonky. Instead of appearing some pumpkins, he conjured a donkey. And when Harry's cat tried, to, tried his Halloween brew, instead of being able to talk, he turned into a shoe. Don't worry one bit, the donkey and cat are all fine. Luckily for Harry, his friends arrived just in time. Niall and Liam and Louis and Zane had all flown in from out of town to celebrate Halloween Day. They're all witches too, if you hadn't yet guessed, and luckily there to help Harry with his sniffly magical mess. They tucked Harry in, right back into bed, turned back his cat, and made sure the donkey was fed. Harry whimpered and whined and shed a few tears. He was so sad he couldn't celebrate Halloween this year. Shh, whispered Louis. It will all be okay. Your health and wellness is all that matters today. But today is my favorite day of the year. I can't miss pumpkin carving and candy and Halloween cheer. All the cute little kiddos dressed up like me in tall witchy hats, ringing doorbells for treats. There's always next year, Niall offered with a shrug and hand pat. Get some rest right now. Think of your cat. Harry knew he was right. His poor cat was evidence. He should sleep off his fever and not put anyone else at risk. Zane pulled up his covers and Liam turned out the light. With a wheeze and a cough, Harry wished them good night. And thus Halloween was a snotty affair. No costumes or candles, not a single boo scare. Which brings us back to the story at hand. While Harry missed Halloween, his friends had a plan. For the next couple months, they plotted and planned and came up with an idea so magical and grand. What should we call it? Niall asked the team. Does Hallow Mass sound good? Or should we go with Christween? Louis rolled his eyes and gave Niall a stare. Christween sounds like Christ's ween, and I'm not sure we should go there. After waiting so long, Christmas Eve rolled around, and in Harry's flat, all five witches could be found. 
Harry was sleeping, not a peep to be heard, but under the Christmas tree, the other boys all gathered. All right, this is it, Liam stated with glee. The moment we've been waiting for, let's start decorating. The boys all stayed up so late in the night. They didn't climb into their beds until just morning light. Soon snores could be heard throughout the whole flat. They were even coming from Harry's beloved cat. As the sun rose higher and higher in the sky, each witch began to open their eyes. Louis was up first, bubbling with joy. He was donning a onesie covered in presents and toys. Niall woke up next in his candy cane striped PJs. He was so freaking ready to start the big day. Next arose Liam, and then Zane was up too, both wearing jammies with reindeers donning snowshoes. Last to arise was the curly-haired witch, and what he was wearing was truly quite rich. He got out of bed in a crystal white nightgown. It was covered in snowflakes that twirled and fluttered around. Harry checked all the bedrooms and found empty beds. Where is everyone? he called out, scratching his head. We're in here, Louis called back as he stood by the tree. His voice was filled with magical glee. Harry followed the voice and walked down the stairs into the living room and then stopped and just stared. Their Christmassy room had now been transformed to include Halloween decorations galore. The Christmas tree lights had been swapped out and replaced. Tiny glowing jack-o'-lanterns were now strung in their place. Mini lollipop ghosts hung from the branches, and bats hovered around, doing little dances. Instead of a star at the top of the tree, there was now a bright moon up there to see. And under the tree, all the presents were wrapped in paper with spiders and goblins and rats. A large cauldron pot sat on the floor. Purple magical mist out from it poured. As Harry stepped closer and peered into the pot, he got a good whiff. Mmm, pumpkin spice, he thought. Caramel apples were floating up near the ceiling, some drips falling down. Harry felt like squealing. Zane had painted skeletons on each windowpane glass, and Liam had magic them to all wiggle their ass. Tiny witches' brooms hovered above in the air, each with candy corn passengers riding with flair. Finally, five pumpkins were sat on the fireplace mantel, all ready for carving, orange ripe and ample. You guys, Harry said with tears in his eyes, this is the most beautiful Halloween Christmas surprise. We knew you were sad missing Halloween this year. We decided to fix that, Niall said with a cheer. We love you, Louis chimed. What can we say? You truly deserve your very own Halloween Christmas day. After big hugs were given and teary eyes dried, the five witches sat down to carve pumpkins side by side. Snow began falling, and Niall put on some tunes. Liam lit up a fire to warm up the room. Zane handed out candy, and Louis poured five pumpkin spice lattes. Harry smiled to himself, soaking in every part of the day. Five witchy hearts were glowing so bright, everything in that moment felt truly right. So the monster mash played, and they all sang along. Their harmony is magical in their friendship lifelong.
Louis walks down a deserted street. The wind is really starting to pick up, and it howls in his ears. It's dark out, but there is an almost full moon glowing overhead, and a few scattered street lamps. It's an especially cold October night, and Louis has his hands deep in the pockets of his dark blue trench coat. He doesn't know why he agreed to this meeting, in the middle of the night, in a graveyard. He should just turn around now. There's still time. He could be back home in ten minutes, light a fire, and sit on his green velvet couch with a hot chocolate in his cat. Maybe watch the new episode of The Great British Bake Off. But something calls him. So, he keeps walking. It's late, just after midnight, and most of the shops on the cobblestone street are closed. It can't be far now, Louis thinks. He's been to this particular graveyard a few times. In daylight hours, that is. The night is silent except for the howling wind and a few cawing crows. Finally, he rounds a corner, and there it is. It's a large and beautiful graveyard, with many very old trees, oaks and weeping willows, and sprawling elms with Spanish moss hanging from their branches. The grass is wet with dew from the rain that fell earlier in the night, and the moon casts long shadows across the gravestones. As Louis walks through the wrought iron gates, an eerie calm settles around him. Where just moments before, the wind was whipping around, the air is now suddenly still. Louis doesn't see him yet, and he wonders if maybe he's early. He glances at his wrist and moves to pull his coat sleeve up to check his watch. Hi there, comes a deep voice to his right. He whirls around to see Harry standing there, with his hands behind his back, and a satisfied grin on his face. It appeared that he had been standing there the whole time, but Louis could have sworn the spot where Harry now stood was empty not two seconds ago. Hey, Louis says. Sorry, I didn't see you there. Thanks for meeting me, Harry says. I wasn't sure if you'd come. 